The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Oh boy, 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 oh boy. We're so excited right now, everybody. Welcome to episode 131 of Rare Form Radio. Today is special. Today is so goddamn special. And I'll tell you why. Um, um, It's football playoffs. (laughs) And that's it. That's the only reason why we're excited today. Mm -hmm. Um, But but for real, we have a a very exciting guest today. Um, Do you like how I'm building this up? Don't say anything. (laughs) This is a, a woman, I think... And I've known her for a little while now. It's very weird how we met. Mm. Um, she's an actress. She's a singer. She's a bouncer at Hollywood nightclubs. Oh, she's a cage fighter. Mm-hmm. She is. Um, she's so many things. Please welcome our guest, Miss Anna Camp. Hello, hello, guys. Very, very, very happy to finally be here. I'm so excited. We've been talking about this for a long time. Yes, we have for um, a very long time. And I've seen your, I've heard your podcast before, and you, you're, have? you guys Uh-oh. are very funny together. So who's I was funnier, very happy. Who's funnier between the two of us? Um, I'm not gonna say until the, the end me. because I don't want anybody <laughs> to treat me weird while we're here. Okay. <laughs> we can compete. You guys we are both compete. funny. You're both thank funny. You, thank <laughs> very you. Very funny. Um, you and I met. How, when did you walk into my friend Michael's life? I walked into your friend Michael Johnson's life, I think about three like months or even maybe like two months before the world shut down. That's right. For the coronavirus, the pandemic, I'm sure that I've everybody heard has heard of it. <laughs> um, yeah. And so we had three dates, actually. We had three dates and then the world completely shut down and it could have gone really, really bad. Yeah. Or it could have gone really, really good, which it did. So fast forward almost two years later, we're still going strong and it's great. That makes me so happy. Um, As you know, because you are with him, he is one of the best human beings that has ever walked on this planet. Mm -hmm. And in my phone under your contact, I'm scared. (laughs) It says, uh, it says Anna Camp underneath it says, don't fuck this up. (laughs) Do you remember the first time we met? Um, I told you like this, this is a good dude. Don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. And I reminded you of it for months. I think you still kind of do remind me of that, which I enjoy immensely because at I, any moment you could fuck this. I up. see that on my Instagram. I will post like a lovely, sweet, loving photo of the two of us. And all these comments will be like adorable couple, couple goals. We love this. And then all of a sudden I'll say, don't fuck this up. That's right, everybody. And I know it's you. I'm a constant reminder. That's yeah. what I want to do. I'm not going to let you fuck it up because I don't want him to be hurt. And I, I actually really enjoy you. And I like Thank having you. you in my my life. Thank you. I enjoy being in your life and I am I'm very excited to get to know you more. Yeah. You know, today I feel like we're going to get to know each other even more, which is very exciting. This is, we're at a fork on the road here. Yeah. We're either, it's going to go good from here on out or really <laughs> bad from here on out. Yeah. And with my track record, it's going to go really fucking great. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. You know Don't fuck this up. I won't. <laughs> you know, it's weird. You say that. Um, I'm actually nervous. Really? I'm a little nervous. Oh. I've been doing like podcasts and radio since 2009. Mm-hmm. So a long time. Mm-hmm. But almost everyone I've spoken to has been a musician or a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever 
interviewed or spoken to like a success a, a successful actor before oh so it's a different thing for Ooh me la la. and i've Ooh wanted to um and you've also been in things that i like oh and you've been in stuff that i don't like great so we're gonna we're gonna cover all of that let's stuff. talk about all of the shit things that i've ever been because <laughs> that'll be great well the, the thing you're known for most is not something that i liked i mean oh. the pitch perfect it was like yeah was massive it was it was massive very massive but it wasn't for me <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was massively horrible. No, no. <laughs> to me. Only no. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, it, 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 I'm not offended. I watched the first one. I, I saw the first one mm -hmm. and I get why it's so huge and why it's so great because mm -hmm. it's done incredibly well. Mm -hmm. I just don't like music. But Which you is weird. play music. I know. I know. You're like in, but, you're like you work with and play with like incredible bands. But maybe that's you why. That's oh. why I don't like it. Are you like tapped out on the yes. whole music of it all? Yeah. I've talked about it for years, but. After uh, like a year or two of touring, touring ruined my love of music. Um, Damn. So seeing like all the mystery was gone, all mm -hmm. the all the danger and all like the, you know, the first time I met Marilyn Manson's parents, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is all bullshit. Oh, God, really? <laughs> yeah, it's all What fake. were they like? Like weird, but normal. Oh. Like you, you just don't think of someone like him having parents. Like he should have been spawned in some <laughs> gothy lab somewhere. Right, right, right. Well, I wonder how you're going to feel about like talking to an actor after that, because a lot of people probably sort bummed. Of put, yeah. We shouldn't have done this. We should <laughs> never. I can go home right now. Let's I can wrap leave it up. Right now. This has been really fun. I think I'm we really did good. happy to meet both of you guys. We covered a lot of awesome. ground. So anyway. It's like when I've waited on famous pe people. Mm hmm. I, there's some that I don't, I can't wa watch their stuff now. Let's talk about the ones that you don't like. Yeah. No. Cause she might know them. Yeah. And I'll talk some shit too. Oh, will you? Maybe. Um, Heidi, your Ed least Norton. favorite. You didn't like Ed, Ed Norton? Ed Norton. Oh, he's so talented. Damn I it. That makes me him. very sad. He was so rude to me. Was to he? the servers. Uh, this was years ago though. So I here. was. God fucking damn it, Heidi. <laughs> I'm so nervous because I have to do this stuff and I'm yeah. nervous. That we got it. Everybody should just drop their, we should, no one should be nervous right now. We're just in a room, a I'm red room. Nervous. I'm not nervous. Are you nervous? I'm, I'm not nervous. I'm not I'm nervous. nervous. I'm fine. about this stuff because I have to, anyhow, I don't want to. Um, Talking to the fucking microphone. It's so, because I have to go like this <laughs> then. Hello. <laughs> okay, so Heidi hates Ed Norton his entire uh, oh, No, his I entire love work. him. He's so, he's so great. I mean, the Fight Club. Yes. Birdman. Primal Fear. I love Birdman too. Like, he so was incredible. Great. That's one of my favorite movies. Michael Keaton's the best. Michael Keaton. Oh, you met him. Yes. Okay. Amazing. That's good to know. So my uncle-in-law is an actor. So I met a lot of <laughs> She isn't afraid to drop those names. Okay, Heidi. Uh, Heidi does this thing, and we have it was a recurring gorgeous. thing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Heidi. Heidi knows a lot of famous people, and she likes people to know about it. Oh, that's. A, I like that. And now she can that. add. You, you can add her to the list I'm now. I'm not that famous. Anna Camp and I are like besties, right? <laughs> yeah. We also we just matched pitch. It wasn't yes. recording at the time, but we were. You were that telling us weird. about all your bats, all your baseball. Hold on. Bats. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You guys asked. It wasn't like you came in. I'm like, no, let me tell you about those lie. things that I have. Yeah, don't lie. You were like, look at my bats. These are my bats. Ladies. <laughs> attention let me show you what i'm into no so expensive no we didn't do that you didn't do that at all but we did we were like what yeah at the same time and it was beautiful wow you have good tone you have really good <laughs> tone she sings okay. she was in a band okay yeah, yeah. Yep. you have really good tone i could tell she, I, she go ahead pitch per perfect the first one mm -hmm. i have to be honest i never saw the other i never saw the second one yeah i never but <laughs> you're in it so yeah <laughs> Do you not like to watch stuff that you're in? No. Okay. It's really, I'm very selective about what I actually end up seeing. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't, yeah, mo- most, most actors don't, right? They don't like to. It depends. I mean, I know a couple of actors. I was with some actors who would just like sit and watch themselves and laugh like hysterically at their own performances. And it made me want to die. Oh <laughs> my God. Die. Who are those people? No. Who is it? Uh, one of my my second ex husband. Okay. You've yeah. been married twice, I two have. times, two times. Oh, that's awesome. once, twice, wow. three times a lady. When are you going to marry Michael? You should marry him. Whenever soon. that mother asked me, because I love him so much. You heard it, Michael. I love him so much. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I do, I do. But we listen. I never thought I was going to get married again. Like to be totally honest with you, after two, I don't know how many times y'all have been married. You don't even have to tell me if you don't want to. It's fine. Um, her husband died, so it's a little sensitive. Oh, to- I'm very sorry. That's okay. I'm very sorry. I didn't know that. I like yeah. making people feel bad. And- Are you joking? No, no, he died. He died. Oh, he died. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Yeah. Like you don't have to said- keep saying it. Okay. Well, it's true because I'm like feel- I'm surprised you didn't do like the clapping. Sound, oh, I usually like- I, we, honestly when we usually say that her husband and I we do a little really we do you guys are adorable yeah um he can't hear it so okay maybe he can (laughs) we don't know maybe he can maybe he can can. um uh, well listen after being married twice though I don't think that it was something on my like radar of something I really wanted to do again but then I met Mr. Michael and I was like you know what I could see myself being married again and that would like he's he would be the end the third time is the charm that's what they say he's gotta be the one I know he oh he's he's definitely definitely I've been married twice I was married uh, before my wife but I got married as a joke mm. <laughs> it's so stupid uh, I had just moved here I moved here in 99 and I had a friend who I grew up with come out to visit in um, like 2000 mm-hmm. and she was staying with us and we were talking about how much we loved pasta mm. and I was like man we both love pasta so much we should go to Vegas and get married and she goes I agree oh my god her boyfriend was very upset when he found out that she came to LA and got <laughs> married. For real, she had a boyfriend and he was pissed. Understandably, he didn't get that it was a joke. Um, but we got married. We drove to Vegas with our, my friend Monty and my friend Aaron, and they were like our witnesses. And oh, we second. we never consummated. We didn't kiss. Not, we were just friends. What are you talking about? Oh, Is this it, a true it, story? Yeah, I, didn't, I never told you this. No. It was so bad. Like it was a, it was a joke. It was a joke that took, you know, five hours to get to Vegas to complete. Then we spent the night, we walked around and we're getting dinner and. And you never kissed. You never had sex. Anything like that. Nope. Wow. Nope. I would have. Sure. But like she had a boyfriend. boyfriend. You're such a gentleman. You just marry them. You don't fuck them. No, I would never do that. That's rude. (laughs) That's rude. I would never, uh, yeah, I would never shit on their relationship. So (laughs) it, it dawned on me that it was bad literally on the drive home because I called my little brother and I called my mom and told her mom I got hitched and I told her the story and she laughed and then I told my little brother and he was like six years old at the time and he started crying and he gave the phone to my mom and I'm like what's ha- what happened what's wrong with Max and she goes I-, I don't know let me let me call you back she gets off the phone and I'm, we're in the car and it's like dark we're driving home from Vegas <clears throat> My mom calls back and she said, I talked to Max and he's sad because he thinks when people get married that you don't see your family anymore. So he thought he was never going to see oh, you again. No. That's so Max. sweet. That's so sweet. So I had to call him and explain that, buddy, like, you're my favorite person in the whole world. I would never not see you again. Yeah. You're my little, you're my little dude. Oh, 
Oh. And he's like, okay, well, then in that case, congratulations. <laughs> it's it so sweet. It's like an 80 year old man. Come over and it was hard. It's an 80 year old man, Max. <laughs> Danny, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> Where but, are you guys going for your honeymoon there, Dan? Are you going to bang her or what? <laughs> and uh, it was hard to explain to him like what a joke was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wait, and, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh, it gets better. Yeah, it gets I'm better. Very, I'm Did confused, but I'm into your story. Like, I'm digging it. I just You're not bored? Very con- no, no, okay. I'm just very confused. Yeah, we were too, I think. <laughs> um, um, How old did, were you? Can I, I was 20, and hmm. she was 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, we thought it was so funny. And then, like, the responses from, like, our friends were like, why would you do that? Like, you but got you ma- actually got married. Yeah, like my a- wedding ring is in here. It's in this room somewhere. Did you get it annulled? So, her boyfriend was pissed. She regretted it. Um, yeah. Some of our friends like that was just dumb to do. Uh, her dad was upset, and so we had to get it annulled. No. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I meant my father-in-law was upset, and uh, he wanted to get it taken care of. Yeah. So we used his divorce lawyer, and I was living in LA. And Not she li- cheap. A she lived in lawyer. Boston. Not cheap. Not <clears throat> she cheap. lived in Boston, and I was so poor. I had to take a Greyhound bus. From LA to Boston to get this thing annulled. Please come four, to Boston. <laughs> four and a half days. This is I didn't, a song. I didn't change my clothes. Sure. I was like, wore the same clothes for four and a half days Aww. on the Greyhound bus. <laughs> I got there. We had to go to court. And the, the way it was to just uh, um, explain to me is I had to be the defendant. Mm. So we had to come up with a reason why we got married and a reason why it should be annulled. Pasta? So yeah. that, that wouldn't fly. The judge probably wouldn't have taken that. So I had to say to the judge, you know, I took this, my friend to Vegas and I threatened to leave her in Vegas unless she married me. <laughs> well, that's like, you're going to get in more trouble. I would assume, <laughs> right? Like kidnapping and like threatening. And like- I was told that's what I had to say. So I say this to the judge and there's like people in the court and the looks that people were giving me is like this abusive, like uh, you better fucking marry me or you're living in Vegas forever. And so mm-hmm. I got reamed out by the judge for being like this piece of shit human. Sure. But that's not what happened. We just like pasta and we oh had to God. get it annulled. It cost me a little bit of money and um, it eventually corroded our friendship. So it was really not worth it. Oh, well, I was just going to ask if you guys were still close. We've sort of patched it up because when I got real married, I had to hit her up to get the paperwork for our fake marriage. Oh, of course. You yes. had to get, you had to You guys are kind of bonded and connected for the a rest of bit, your lives. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, a little bit. So yeah. things are good now. I'm married to a real woman now who I've uh, just met her. She seemed lovely. She's, she's awesome. a Libra, which I love a Libra because I'm a Libra. And my rising sign is a Libra, Libra and I'm a Leo. Yes, Libra and my boyfriend is a Leo and we love that. Oh my god, I love Anyways. it. Why do you guys like that stuff? Um, I don't know. Why do you like bat baseball bats? Yeah. <laughs> because they're cool. Astrology and they're status cool. symbols. Astrology is cool. I don't so know. Cool. I've been into it since I was like in middle school. Same. It was something to sort of bond over. And I've been into like Ouija boards and like horoscopes <clears throat> and like the stars and all of that stuff. Like I really am into all of that stuff. I am too. mesmerized by and the num- stars. Mm-hmm. I will say that much. And numerology is amazing mm-hmm. as well. What is the difference between that and stars? It, they're kind of connected, but you can get your your like ask? Num- ask numerology <laughs> chart yeah. read, and it can kind of like map out you know things about your life. You're looking at me like you don't believe me. But no, I do. I'm trying you to have a number <laughs> that you go by. Yeah, like I'm like if, if you add up certain numbers, they all lead to certain. I've never gotten my chart read. That's something I can that do I it would you I would love to. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that just called I would math? Absolutely love to. Because I'm that. a six. 
So you do, yeah, it's so fun. Okay. Because I took what a class. Fuck? I took some, some I'm into palm reading. You can read your palms. I just do you know how to palm read palms? Um, I, I'm learning, but like, like your life, like your, this is your, your lifeline. Let me see. That's Is that your hand that you write with the most? You're right-handed? Mm-hmm. You should show me your left because it's the one that's like least worn down. Okay. Excuse me? Um, is this? <laughs> <laughs> or not. Wait a minute. I don't want to touch your hand anymore. I'm very lazy. They're both pretty worn down. <laughs> oh, uh, pretty, I mean, pretty not worn down. You got to switch off everyone. Once in a while, I get it. Um, this is the lifeline. Is this line right? It's the one that goes. You tell me. I think that's it, and I think that you. It, it's very strong. Like I'm not going to read your whole palm right now because that might take a minute. But that's a very like strong, like sturdy lifeline. Looks it's like you're going right to have a here, long right? life. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you're going to have a long life. Well, like, how's, how's your palm? Look at that. You can look at that. Those oh are some God. intense lines. That's crazy. So what does yeah. that? What does yeah, that yeah, mean yeah. to you? What does that? Like there's a, it's been a rough go or, well, no, it goes, see, something goes all the way around to the back of my hand. And sometimes people's lines like stop. I, 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 sh- I should know more before I get into this really, before I start doing stuff. Cause I'm not really that positive as to what any of this. We means. should start an Anna camp palm reading podcast. I would actually love to palms. do that. I would love to do that. That would be very fun. I'm into it. Okay. Um, can we talk about some of the things you've done? Yes, besides right? try to read palms because that wasn't very good. <laughs> okay, yeah. You have uh, you've really been involved in some pretty amazing things. You were on The Office, which is truly one of the best shows in the history of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, were you a fan of the show when you did it? Yes, I was a fan of the show, and I actually just did the Office Ladies podcast about two <gasps> days ago, and I, I love, love me some Jenna Fisher. She's incredible and yeah. so sweet, and I like love everything that they're doing over there. Didn't you play one of her relatives? I played her, her sister. sister. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I played that's her right. sister Penny, um, and I was a huge fan of the show. And I had auditioned over and over and over. And Allison Jones is the casting director out here, and I'd gone in and in. She kept trying, and she was like so supportive of me, which was really really nice. Um, and then I went off to New York to go do a play at the time. And so I, I got called in for like probably the sixth time to be on the office. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it again. Like, I'm sure <laughs> I'm not going to get it. And I like go up to 30 rock, right? And you're like going up to NBC so cool. and it's super cool. And you go in there and I put myself on tape. And then I got a call maybe two days later that I was going to play Penny, Pam's sister for the wedding episodes. And then at that time, um, my character was also the character that hooks up with Dwight at the wedding. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Which I was super excited about because I love Rain Wilson. I think he's just so funny and his comedy is just so weird and I'm a dry. big Dwight guy. Yeah. Big Dwight guy. Big, I can see that. I yeah. can see that. But then they separated the characters, but then my friend Kellen got to play that role and we became like lifelong friends because of The Office, which is really, really cool. So yeah, I was a huge fan. It was like amazing sitting there like in a bridesmaid's dress, like watching Jim and Pam, who I like had fallen in Pam. love with and they get oh, married, so you know, cool. it was incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah. Steve Carell is from my hometown. Oh, no way. I remember when Steve Carell worked in the meat department of my grocery store. Stop it. Yeah. Whoa. He was also a mailman in the town next to me. Like, I remember him slicing my turkey. Really? Yeah, it's pretty neat. There's hope. Listen. And he, and he lives right down the street. He now. does? Mm-hmm. Do you ever see him? No. Oh. Never once. Never once. <laughs> Do you want to go over there? Yes, let's go. Let's go. Grab a camera. We're going over to Steve Carell's house. Um, you're also in The Help, which is just like yeah, one of the so greatest good. movies of the last like 10, movie. 15 years. 15, when, when did that come out? That was a long time ago. A really long Maybe time ago. Maybe more than 15 years yeah. ago. Maybe. I, I, or around. I don't know anymore. I don't know what year it is anymore. Jesus. Um, yeah, I was in The Help. I got to go down to Greenwood. Mississippi and sit there and have like Viola Davis 
Um, Emma Stone. I mean, that's also when Jessica Chastain like mm-hmm. became oh, yeah. Jessica Chastain at yeah. that moment. Um, Sissy Spacek is there. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just surrounded by these like incredible, incredible actors. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I have that tiny little part where I play like a racist, which is, you know, so comes great. natural, which is uh... <laughs> South Carolina, you know, you know, um, no, no. Anna, just be you <laughs> and action. <laughs> it was actually really interesting, though, because it was so funny far off obviously uh, from who I am but to sit there and be like waited on by like Viola Davis where you're like I sh- like this is a very strange world to be navigating and and growing up in South Carolina where my you know my mother had like a African American like woman live in their house and cook for them and like serve them and wow. it was just a very that, that was your that was your life growing up that was my mother's life so oh, my, my mother grew up in Camden South Carolina which is like a very very very, very small town and their uh, family business was a funeral home like they still have like the funeral home business but they had a live in um, maid who would also cook with them named Rose and she was incredible and it's just such a, an outdated thing so to be sitting there it was just a really interesting experience to be part of that movie for sure um, I can't imagine and how like what would your mom refer to her as like the uh, Rose um, she was just Rose and she loved them like and raised the title? them like just like the they, they never said they never really said like this is our cook Rose or this is right. our housekeeper she was all of those things and right. she also helped raise them because my grandmother and my grandfather who I never met um, they were working all the time so and my, my mom was the um, oldest of three children that so, is so wild. Yeah, pretty weird. When the help came out, I uh, I tweeted something that got a lot of attention. Oh. Um, I said, if the help was now, and when was that? 20... Look it up. God, it was... When did the help come out? 2012? 2012. I feel like it oh. was... It could have been. I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, it would be in Spanish. One moment. 2011. Right. Agreed. 2011. That, agreed. Agreed. It would, yeah. all, like, it would just it be would all... Be... Spanish. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Like, and they, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. As an actor, crazy time to- is it, uh, is it fun to play something as wild as a racist to step out of something that's totally different from you? Um, or is it difficult to kind of get into that? Like what, what's, what's that process like for you? I have played villains and people who are mm. hated and women who are these sort of type a kind of bitches at times. So I I find it fun to play those types of roles. I'm definitely looking to play other roles that are more similar to me and I'm kind of like trying to steer my career away from those types of roles. But I enjoy playing the person that can be hated and I think it takes somebody who is actually very kind and very smart to to play these women well because you want to set the stage for the story to teach people and to teach people that that's not the correct way to act. And I think that if you can bring humor or whatever that may be to to that performance it'll stick with someone more and they'll learn from you more i suppose so i find it very fun to do those types of roles growing up did you you were saying that you like to play the villain or the hated person Mm -hmm. were those the people that you liked in the films that you watched as a kid or anything or what what makes you want to be that person um interesting question i've never been asked that before i ask good questions um i was just thinking about like movies that i grew up that i loved i mean being from the South, I don't know why this popped in my head when you asked me this, but I watched Gone with the Wind with oh. my sister over and over and over, and Scarlett O'Hara was a bitch. 
And she was manipulative and she was selfish and she was a narcissist. She was strong, all of these things. And I think that maybe I kind of like loved that, like part of like playing like a powerful woman who was like fucking guys over left and right and like being mean to women or whatever. But I was, I was being picked, but like cut to my real life, right? Cut to my real life. I was picked on. I had like one friend. You know, I was like the girl that was not in the popular group of people at all. I'm sure most Same. people would assume the different, uh, the opposite. For, I think from you. people would, yeah. and it's not an easy place to grow up. I nope. mean, I I had like my hair pulled out, and like a girl flossed her teeth with it in front of me. I had death threats on my freaking like answering machine back in the day. Mm-hmm. I would get shit thrown at me, and I was like, "What did I ever do to these people?" I was always very nice and sweet and like I'm gonna cry right now Anna, you're with, <laughs> you can trust us you're with friends thanks, now you're thanks, gonna be okay thanks um, wow that's great you ever been in a fist fight no okay never have you been in a fist fight and if not do you guys want to fight now is sure, this the two of you sure sure Foxy sure. boxing on Rift <laughs> <Four> Radio <laughs> <laughs> do it no when I worked in a, a a biker bar in Wisconsin years ago cool a guy threw a beer bottle at my head <laughs> And I, I had this, I don't know why it's funny. I had, this, Fine, I had yeah. this ring that was like, it went up and he came over and I grabbed his ponytail and I pulled him and I socked him in the face. He's had a little scar. It's horrible. It's wow, karma. that's I power. That's karma. strong. I like that. Oh I like God. that. Tell him to Silly. screw off. But I mean, can I, we get him on the show. I'd love to interview him about that. Where is he now? Yeah. Uh, but I've never been in a fist fight, but I got, I was, I was picked on. Constantly, but I grew up a Jehovah's Witness. I had oh, bright red hair. Her wow, story is wild. Wow. Picked on constantly. Had a little stutter, oh, freckles. Man. I grew up in East Texas. It was horrible. Girls, was it girls mainly like being mean? Yeah, girls Only are girls. awful. Girls are yep. fucking evil. Yep. Really evil. Really no offense evil. to the girls in the room, but you guys yeah. are, uh, are so be. hard yeah. on each other. Yeah, yeah, it's like a competitive thing. I don't know what it mm-hmm. was. I also grew up with an older sister who was seven years older than me, and we were super competitive and never got along and like just were mean to each other, like viciously, viciously mean. And I wish that I was not as mean growing up because now I feel like we would be closer if I didn't... I, if you're out there, Sudi, I love you. Oh, reach out. Talk to her? No, we talk. talk? We yeah. talk. <laughs> I haven't talked to her in 10 years. Hey, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I it's just weird. texted like, her like earlier. It's, okay. it's so different. Like with guys, guys will get into a fist fight and then like play basketball together. Like I remember I got yeah. into a fight with a dude once in, in high school and he beat the shit out of me. And like five minutes later, literally we were shooting hoops. That's so crazy. Not like, like girls. Like, no. hey, we're good now. It's mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. so weird. Can I talk about Sarah Newland? Because this is my, okay. So do you know Gianna Sobul? Yes, of course. She's one of my good. Okay. Oh, she's Hi, lovely. <laughs> she isn't afraid to drop those names. That's really funny. <laughs> Somebody made made that that they sent. Yeah, to one, one of our listeners uh, sent that in. Bravo. Yeah, right. It's yeah, good, I mean right? it's adorable. It's adorable. Yeah. Cone also, Browers, you're not thank really you, like Nate. You'd be like, no. you're like just talking about people. That oh you know. no, no, no. So she is. Gianna, <laughs> Gianna was yeah. Alan Ball's assistant. Yes. And then all of a sudden, got to be the producer and wrote a couple episodes. Yes. So she would bring me in the box sets of True Blood because I was mm. such a fan. You that character. Mm-hmm. Sarah Newland is like when Jason Stackhouse <laughs> looks at you. Well, you know your shit. <laughs> and says, "Squeeze in." What is he? He says, <laughs> "You're oh, what? You're a kind woman under the hate and the 
And the crazy. Yes. Yeah. I remember this too now. And you're standing there because you, I mean, there was like this tent, this like, yeah. I don't know. I kind of wanted you guys to be like, be to get, you know? Yeah. And it was when he, when he, when he had, um, what, what's her name as the girlfriend, the other vampire. Deborah Ann De- Wool, yes. who played, um, her. what's her name? Yeah. She's great. Gorgeous. Gorgeous red hair. Beautiful. Yeah. But you were so like in that show. Have you seen that? I have not seen it. She's, you, you haven't seen True Blood? No. Oh my God. I, I, and I know sexy, what happened. You would like Southern, it. like I Christian. Yeah. That. Like that's and my favorite role. I've ever played. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Is it really? Oh, oh, it's it's one of my oh, favorites. Because they let me kind of go. They let me kind of go with whatever, and I I got to be really this sort of like psychopathic. But it's all coming from this place of like good and love, and it's it reminds me of like people that I grew up with who did things because God told them to, and it was all about God. And it's really really creepy because they have an answer for everything that yep. they do, and like she like. Sarah Newland took it so deep oh and so far that like having, she justified having an affair, you know, with it. She justified everything because God was telling her to do it. And there are some crazy, obviously, I mean, we've experienced it probably, you know, recently in the world where these bit. people get mm-hmm. cults like, and they, and they get brainwashed. And that's definitely what Sarah Newland yeah. was. And I, I loved playing her. It what was, what was it called? The church, the something of the, the fellowship of the sun. Oh, the sun. Yes. And I would, say praise his light praise, oh praise his God. light all the time she, oh my you have no idea it's <laughs> my favorite she's doing it for you she's doing the yes. line for you of like all <clears throat> maybe of all time oh that makes me so happy thanks for real? so oh God, fantastic so thank you when so i heard much. that he was friends with you, i was like sarah nolan <laughs> oh my God. And, and the guy who plays steve my one of my good friends michael mcmillan he's incredible i saw him the other day like on the street and i was like ah oh Oh, he would love it if you said something. Oh, he would die. He would die. We we had the best time on that show. And we like, we would just be so weird and crazy. And then his character ended up being like gay. Gay vampire. And and I like ended up killing him, which was like so fun. Spoiler alert for a show that's 15 years old. You gotta watch it. it. It's like the most fun. I know why I didn't watch it. It started when I was on tour and it's hard for me to stay on top of things when I'm on tour. Mm -hmm. And then just kind of went past and everyone was already talking about it. And then I just kind of missed it. So yeah, maybe I will have have to dig in on it Please. i mean i mean i come in in season two and then i close out the series with season six and seven and oh, this yeah. cute so. little look, look i was in this cute little white dress <laughs> and she's in the basement and she's like lo- i mean it's my favorite oh show oh my god i love that you love that, it she like, was sarah really Nolan really was, excited that you're coming in yeah like oh. i was like sarah yeah i love i mean and all the actors on that show were just absolutely incredible just the scripts we were like we have to do what this week all right let's fucking go so great were you did you have um like heavy prosthetics in that show i didn't i did I was not a vampire. So I was a vampire like hate or I was okay. like going to try to, I was like, I opened a vampire concentration camp at the end of the series <laughs> and I put them all in there and I ended up torturing them and making them like have sex with each other. Maybe I would love this show. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. And then my favorite scene that I ever got to shoot, which, and we don't have to talk about it anymore, but my favorite scene that I ever got to shoot was when I killed a woman with a high heel. Oh, that's right. Oh I my bashed God. her head in yes. over and over. And I, did, I took like two days to shoot that scene <gasps> and I'm, I'm like running and I like take my, my high heel off and I like do it. And the director's like harder and harder. And I'm like, ah! and he's like, scream, scream. And I have blood coming back in my eyes. And then my favorite line was when she finally like died and she like stopped twitching. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Come on, everybody. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. So good. Uh, so Sorry, I didn't mean to gush, but that honestly—that's oh, no, so nice. It's 
Wow, it's my favorite. Thanks. I, I think I think you. people enjoy when people have positive reactions to their work, right? Yeah, it's nice to hear yeah, people enjoy yeah. It. It's nice to it's it's really nice to know that like what I want to do with my life and what I'm trying to do with my life is to like make somebody either laugh or go holy shit or cry mm. or whatever because like I don't want to be doing my passion into a void, you know of what course. I mean? Which is sometimes I still feel like I am doing that. So whenever I hear anybody respond to it in any way, I'm like. Okay. Okay. Like I'm sort of still doing the right thing. It worked. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, it's yeah. working. I was Even shocked. In your drama, I'm so sorry. No, please, please. <laughs> your your show outfits too. on the show, like your oh. outfits, like that first scene. Um, it's all coming back. That's yeah. me. Like the scene where where you, where you have the barbecue and oh, Jay, my favorite. Jason has, that outfit. I'm wearing an apron that says "No special rights for dead people." <laughs> And I improved that whole dancing when I like licked the beer bottle. Like nobody told me to do that. And I remember the director and everybody like that was like my fourth episode of ever being on the show. And they offered me that part because I auditioned for Sookie. So they wanted me. Oh, they wanted wow. me for Suki, and of course Anna Paquin got it, and she's incredible. But we like passed each other in the hallway, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna get this freaking Anna Paquin's here. She's like an Oscar winner. Like, damn, of course you, not. damn you, Paquin. Damn you, Paquin. Damn you, Suki. Yes, Suki. Suki. But they brought me back the next year to play Sarah Newland, and that was my like fourth episode or something like that. And I was just like, I'll just do whatever. <laughs> I remember the director being like, "Okay, like, whoa, she meant that." <laughs> Is that one of the more fun times you've had on a project? Ugh, yes. Definitely, definitely. It was just so free. It was HBO where you could do anything, and it was like prime HBO when The Sopranos were on, and yeah, true, like it was like a really great time to be acting for that network. Also, yeah, um, and it was like a great time in my life. I had just moved to LA. You know, I'd only been there for about. Actually, it brought me out to Los Angeles. Was that oh, job? Wow. I wasn't even planning on moving to California ever, um, and so it was just like a prime, fun, cool time to be working. Where were you living before that? New York. Okay. I've heard yeah. of it. I've yeah, heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Queens. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you like New York? Um, I do. Okay. I do like New York. Um, I, I am happy to not live there anymore. Mm -hmm. It was, I was there when I was supposed to be there, meaning I was hustling and a I prostitute like I was on the streets. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you gotta make that money. Like, Michael knows everything. It's cool. You know what I mean? Um, but no, for real, like, whatever you do, what you gotta do. Of I was course. working in the clubs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. I wasn't a stripper. I was an exotic dancer. Yeah. I was Give me dancer. some respect. Put some respect yeah. on my name. I was working in a place similar to Dallas BBQs, but it was topless. <laughs> perfect. No perfect. Lies. All lies. And all look, lies. You, you've come all the way here. It's been yeah, very, very nice. Yeah, I'm sitting here in your house and I'm having Amazing. And, you, so. and, and we're going to strip afterwards. It's going to be a blast for everybody involved. <laughs> um, the other day I put out a uh, uh, Instagram story saying that you're going to be on the show. Mm. And you were nice enough to repost it. And uh, my inbox was flooded with people that want to ask you questions. Ooh. And it's very clear to me that Pitch Perfect is a very important thing in a lot of people's lives. I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't believe I really couldn't believe it. So I was going to my one of my questions for you was going to be. Mm. Like the majority of your fan base does it come from that franchise or True Blood, but it's very clear to me that it's Pitch Perfect. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. How how what, how is your relationship with the fans of of those movies? Um, I love them. Yeah. Yeah, hands I mean, down, to, of hands course. down. They are the most vocal fans also. Like, I'm, I'm sure that I do get recognized for Sarah Newland, um, which is amazing. But those 
fans aren't that vocal. These girls, I mean, this movie, these movies shaped these girls' lives. I mean, it it became like a like a huge thing, and we had no idea that it was going to be like that at all. And they just like clung to it, and then they created all of these other like backstories and fan fiction things going on. I didn't know that was a what? thing. There's major fan fiction, so I'm I'm not really as much of a part as besides like Anna Kendrick's part who played Becca and. Britney Snow's part who played Chloe, they have developed this kind of <clears throat> they're in love thing. So like Becca and Chloe in the fan are fiction? in the fan fiction. And sometimes they do. Like, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they have this whole thing. They, they call, I've, I forgot what it's called. It's like Bacloe. It's called Bacloe. I forgot Stop about this, but it's called Bacloe. And they're these two girls and they're like madly in love with each other. And that's what the girls really want the movie to be about. Um, and sometimes my character is actually in love with Becca, but I'm mad at Chloe. Like, like they, they've developed developed this whole thing that like is not a thing but like we like it's the thing now so if you guys are, are listening to this they're watching they're you, you're listening to it you're, you're, aware. You're, you're, you're aware of we're it we're very it's hard not to be aware they even made references to it in the second movie because it became such Amazing. a thing that rebel wilson like added it into the movie like improving. so like we're all aware and um, we're just very happy that that everybody fo- followed it and loved it as much as they they do. We had a uh, uh, we had a lot of questions about. Uh, can oh, I read you a couple can things? Can I ask something? About nope. That? Nope. <laughs> yeah, of course. Go ahead. Wait. So yeah. how is it a um, is it like a thing that they write write about? Do you read it or is it a actual like? Are people making short films yeah, about the like, fan fiction <laughs> or is it all like write, comic books? Writing it because <laughs> people make fan films There's all drawings. the time. Drawings. There's lots of cartoons and cartoon drawings oh, okay. um, of these girls like <laughs> hanging out and like kissing. Um, and there's yeah. The, yeah, there's like there's like some. I'm sure there's some like more X-rated drawing. I don't wow. know. Like they they I'm put, step out for they me. put our heads on people's bo- like body like it, it, there's a lot going on there and I don't know how we all tapped into it or they got whatever I'm about I don't know. Oh, that's crazy. Can I ask you a, mm-hmm. a perverted question? Sure. <laughs> have you been deep faked into porno? I'm sure. I'm sure I have. What does uh, that mean? Deep fakes? Deep fakes? They Do you like, know deep fakes are? They like get oh. people's faces. They take like actresses faces and they like put it on people having porn's bodies and it looks Pretty real. Not even just porn. Oh. That's just her perverted mind. But they oh, do deep fakes for all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, that's what mine was. Jesus it's a Christ, oh, Sorry, sorry. That I was a deep fake for sure. Wait, what? wait, what's another? Just kidding. Just kidding. Wait, wait, what? Tell me. Oh, damn it. Um, what's another deep fake thing, though? I didn't think that there was anything but porn. Although like these the ones things? are great, where, where people put... Uh, Steve Buscemi's face on like Lady Gaga. Oh yes, yes. And do full videos of like people talking. I mean, Sorry, it's it's I was wild. Thinking this other because there was this whole movement. Let's like, move on. Wait, no, no, no. There was an entire movement which I agree with to to make it illegal. Yes, yeah. Which so like a lot of actors were were standing up for themselves and saying no, that's not me. Like it's like should be illegal to put my face on somebody yeah. else's body, which I completely understand. Like because, it shouldn't be legal. Listen, I've. I've watched pornography every now and then. No. Yeah. I mean, mean, I watch daily, but who cares? Like, stop (laughs) judging me. Let me live my life. I wouldn't be mad if my face was put on somebody else's body, though, (laughs) to be honest. What if it was a guy's body? He had this big, awesome penis. Um, Yeah, sure. But uh, I have seen some of that deep fake stuff, and it is weirdly convincing. Mm -hmm. And it is wrong. It's messed up. Like, uh, it, it should be. Is there any chance of that becoming illegal to do? Do you know if, what, where that's at? In Norway, it is. Oh, good. 
So we just yep. move Hollywood to Norway and everything's, yep. we're good. Perfect. Perfect. We're good. I, I don't know the status of that, but it is relatively violating. I can imagine, you know, I mean, I've had pictures, I've had stuff taken of me, like off of things that I've done and like put places and like you take that risk yeah. when you do that. Um, but it's definitely like a violating feeling. Yeah. So <clears throat> I bet. And there's a lot of people out there too, that I'm sure believe it's you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Oh, like, like that aren't like people believe everything, like, yep. right? Yeah. Like they think that everything that they read on the internet or see on the internet is yep. real and is Us true. Magazine, all that crap, oh, you know, yeah. Star magazine. some people believe in astrology. I mean, people are fucking nuts. <laughs> You really break it down. Um, We're not laughing. No, I'm laughing at Fuck, all. Yeah, didn't, didn't can, land I, well. can I just say something really quick? Nope. On my phone, I have the app where you put it up into the sky and it shows you like sky constellations. Sky view. Yes, my boyfriend has that. I love it. Yeah. But if you look at it, because my boyfriend has twin boys mm-hmm. and one of them so got hot. into. Is that an app? <laughs> JK. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, uh, he's 14 and he told me he was like, her boyfriend, not the kids. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's so hot. Whoa, I'm a cougar. Oh shit. Wow. Hope nobody listens to this. Um, <laughs> don't worry. They don't. <clears throat> um, so he's 14 and he's like, astrology is so stupid. And my boyfriend's like, yeah. And I go, no, but it's actually based on constellations in the sky. And he was like, no, it's not. So I took that app and I showed him and I'm like, look, there's Leo, there's Pisces. And he was like, Oh, oh, so they're actual like constellations of what? The- yes, this is real. This is based yes, on the things they, they make the, the shapes. There's a Libra like yes. constellation. Like there's, it's all there. Yes. You just have to open your mind to it. I don't it know why guys, me. why are guys so not into it? I don't it? know. Because they're afraid? Maybe because they're typecast. Cause, I don't know. It's because we're. He's a Sag. We're and like, yeah. Oh, Sag, for Sag fuck's <laughs> sake. Sag, they're just so typical Sag, <sighs> you know? I know we're having fun, yeah. okay, but I'm getting angry. No, I'm not. I'm not really. I don't know why we're not into it. I, it just it just seems so like. There's a part of your brain that just doesn't want to accept it. What do you think it is? There's a part of your brain that just doesn't want to accept it. It. Say it again. <laughs> I don't know. Do you believe in ghosts and stuff? Um, Supernatural stuff? It's you, weird. Do you? I have yes, had experiences in my house weird. growing up where shit happened in my house where mm-hmm. like my bed was like levitating off the ground when I was a kid and slamming off wow. the ground. But I don't believe in Still ghosts. So I don't it. know what it is. Wait, what do you mean? There's been stuff thrown across my kitchen from the top of the refrigerator across the kitchen. My sister took a shower and saw like a miniature uh, Native American Indian in the shower with her. But what? I don't believe. I don't know. Believe in it. But I don't whoa, whoa, know. Whoa, 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 whoa! You've seen things fly across your room, and you've had your bed move up and down. What do you think that is? If it's not some sort of supernatural, Just like humidity ghost? or something. <laughs> That's some intense humidity right there. Climate change is real. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but wait. I believe in UFOs. I love alien stuff more than I mean. Dude. Interesting. I know. I see oh. this little alien guy hanging out yeah. on the table. Wait, so can can I can I say something? Heidi, we're, <laughs> we're, I love her, her, and I, her and I are so in the nice. middle of talking about something. How I fucking know, but it's, rude! But it's, but it's about together. this. It's yeah, about being skeptical. So my aunt just pa- passed away on Wednesday, and it's. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> It's too soon. It's so bad. Wednesday. Yeah. So she was really young, and it's a long story. But so my mom is very skeptical. But when my mom and my aunt would talk, they would say, "We're gonna do like if one of us dies before the other, we're gonna come. I'll come to you and let you know I'm okay." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So on Wednesday night, my mom was having like really bad anxiety, like couldn't sleep. 
and she had her head and my mom and dad have been together for like like 53 three years and oh, wow. and she can't tell my dad this because he's skeptical as well and he'll be like oh it's probably the, the the moon on the so she has her head she's laying down and she says all of a sudden she sees a bright circle on her pillow wow. and it was a circle with like an inside she said looks smoky and she said all of a sudden her whole body got like just relax and she said thank you julie and then i'm gonna cry and then she was that, that your name? Ju- yeah oh. that's so beautiful and then, and then it gets better the next morning she's cleaning her house okay yeah and um she has this red rug in the kitchen and she said she was in the kitchen back back and forth and all of a sudden she looks she was thinking about my aunt she started to cry and she was like oh my god like, you know like this is so crazy it's so it's it, it just doesn't seem real it feels mm-hmm. like somebody got up to go get butter in the other room mm-hmm. and they never came back like where the where the fuck are you like when my husband died i was like where where are you right. so she said on the floor and this is wisconsin so there's no windows open nothing was a white feather same oh i have chills out my back yeah. a white feather yeah and she said she had a look look at it and she was like and i had told her years ago i was like when you see a feather in front of you that's a loved one like coming to you to say hi and she was like oh, okay honey <laughs> like, god damn it i believe yeah it was a fucking feather and she it's picked true. it up and she put it in this little box and she was like oh my god and she's cried but she said she felt better yeah. like she felt like comforted and every time so no now these two things have happened now my sister's house sorry same day they were at the table and my niece who's nine was saying um so you know i bought Andrew julie this present for christmas she would have loved it like now now what happens it's like my sister like was like oh "Oh my god God." and she's nine and she goes but where did she go and my sister said julie is all around us now she's a spirit and as soon as she said that, the lights in the kitchen went out. Oh, I have chills. They went out and my brother-in-law was like, what the heck? And my brother-in-law is on a show called Skinwalker Ranch. So he believes in like okay. spirits. But he, but he, but like he's a firm believer sure, and he's sure. seen stuff. And yeah. so he went downstairs and the breaker was fine. And as he walked upstairs, they came back back on again anyhow i that's believe my... in it i believe in it wholeheartedly yeah I, I think those are beautiful things that happen and and I, they're called like god winks you know some people yes. call them that but they're these little signs that happen and like it's happened to me and it's just i think it's pretty cr- cool it's yeah. comforting exactly yeah, yeah. Anyhow, i want sorry. i want to sorry. believe in all no, that god, stuff no i love it i want to believe in that stuff more than i really do i want to believe in heaven and god and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff i just don't know that i do that's okay that's okay. You maybe you never will believe you. Ne- you maybe maybe you will. Maybe you're you're in process, but it's okay to not. I'm open to it. I just like um, yeah. I'm I uh, I had trouble. I went to Sunday school when I was a, a young man, and I always found it to be like just silly and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I believed because it seems so comforting. But I the classic argument of I I don't believe in God because of if there was a God the horrible things that happen in the world wouldn't happen. Mm, mm-hmm. Like kids wouldn't be molested and like people wouldn't be murdered. There wouldn't be war. If God could just snap his fingers and have that pain not happen. Can he though? Is he that kind of God? That's the question is if like, he's what called kind the all of powerful. God? We're all made in his eye yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I never got confirmed, so I don't know. <laughs> I cut all my confirmation classes. I don't know if I necessarily believe in God. I believe in something bigger than this place on earth because of little like things that happen like that and Mm -hmm. things that have happened to me and, and just 
in art and in music. I mean, there's just something so much bigger going on internally and emotionally and in our brains. I don't know exactly what it is, but I do know what you're saying about like having so much horror happen to people in the world. Like, how could that be? How can it it, it exist at the same time? And I'm I'm not equipped to like fully discuss that, but I mean, I think that people, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like there's, there's got to be a balance of things. And there's also beautiful things that happen every day. Like something that makes me cry every time I see it is when they put a goddamn hearing aid on a toddler for the first time oh, and they hear for the first time. Oh I just weep and weep and weep. And that is like a true miracle to me. It is. It's incredible. There's so much beauty in the world. Praise there really Jesus. is in the Praise midst of Jesus. all of this chaos and shit that's going on. But yeah. to be able to find stuff like that, to, I don't know you guys. Yeah. I love you guys. I love you too. Man. <laughs> um, I want to read some listener questions to you. Okay. We'll get past the, uh, the pitch perfect and that stuff. And I want to talk to you about, my favorite film that you've done, which is called Hero While, which I stumbled upon, which is something that is very, very, very important to me. I assume mm-hmm. it's important to you, but we'll mm-hmm. get into that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, some ridiculous pitch perfect oh questions. Boy. <laughs> Bring it. So, I, I'm going to read some, but you don't have to answer because they're just so like base. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Do you still talk to the pitch perfect cast? Which project was your mo- was the most fun to work on? I do still talk to them and the first one. The first one was the best of the... of the Definitely. Yeah, okay. No well, egos. <laughs> oh, d- d- was there a big jump from film There's to film? There was a bit of a jump. Okay. And who's the worst of them? <laughs> I can say. Can you tell us off, off after the show we uh, tell off, us? Off, off mic. You've told me some cool stuff off the air. Yeah. yeah. My were, favorite is when you like puked out, like you like saying you. That was fun. That no. was really fun. I got to how, puke all over the do, audience. How, how do you That's do that? Cool. Yeah. They put a fire, ho- like a fire hose, like attached to the side of my mouth and under my chin with the like strength of like a fire hose of like rice, tomato soup and pineapple chunks. No. It's the same exact method they used in the exorcist. The same exact yes. thing from the seventies. Really? Yes. Yep. Yes. Very cool. Yep. But they asked the audience who wants to get thrown up on. And I don't think that they knew that it was going to be like that much throw up. I thought they're like, oh, a girl, a little, uh, that little girl was like blonde hair. She's going to come out. She's going to like puke and like maybe it'll get on it'll some of cute. us. It'll be so cute, right? <laughs> so they all like raised their hands and they didn't give them any change of clothes. They're like extras wearing their own clothes and they were like, action. And I spray, oh. man. I sprayed and they're like, go back and forth. And I go back, get down, more, more. Now stop, now more, more. And then I got, I'm like down on my knees after like puking and then I like look up and they're like, these people want to kill me they're dripping in vomit and they're looking at me like we did not know that was gonna happen and they called cut and i was up. like sorry love you guys, love you guys. bye thanks for being here bye. bye i gotta take a shower i got paid for that thank you yeah, bye. um that's that's really good movie magic yes. yep. um this one came in and I don't want to answer it because it's just like I, I had this person send another one because this one mm. is so they said what was it like working on pitch perfect You've probably heard it a trillion times. And I literally said, like, what? I'm not asking her that. Thank you. Come up with something a little bit more thoughtful. Specific. And uh, M did. And M says, oh, wait, where's the right one? Hold on a second. Uh, I love da-da-da. that you, like, asked them to redo their question. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Awesome. Hey, no. I want you to enjoy your time here. You're like, I'm trying to do better. You should too. Because here's the thing. I want you to enjoy the do questions. Better. Yeah. And I do want them to be able to ask you something because they don't always get the opportunity. Yeah. But 
we got to find a middle ground of like, I will ask your question, but be interesting. Yeah. You know? I mean, That's just, fair. Like, just like, I mean, they probably have more to ask. You know what I mean? So it's good. You like refined their question and it's cool? going to help them the next time they ask a question That's to somebody I mean. else, you know? Like when you ask a question, try not to ask one that you are sure. If it's a, if it's a first thing that comes to mind, don't ask that because yeah, you, yeah. you've answered wait, it. Wait, wait, wait on it a little bit. And yeah. yeah. And think of the fifth question. Sure, sure, sure. So then they said, was there a cast member you felt closer with than others? Who and why? Yeah. So um, on the first film, and I think for all of them. Thank Br you, M. Yeah. Br M, uh, Brittany Snow and I became very close friends. Um, so because we were obviously supposed to be best friends in the movie and I remember like we got there and she was like do you want to go have like a girl date and I was like yeah I want to have a girl date so we were um shooting in Baton Rouge Louisiana and we went out to dinner with each other and there was just something that I like I just really liked her I really like liked who she was and I felt like we were both kind of similar uh, in a lot of ways and our, our acting styles were similar and we would both like beat ourselves up like after scenes and we'd be like oh, I should have been better and I'm like no you were great you know what I mean <laughs> Like we were each other's biggest cheerleader and accountability buddies. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what sign is she? Oh, oh for fuck's sake. I think she's a Pisces or Aries. Oh, one of nice. the, one of them, one of them. I'm not sure, but Pisces or Aries. I'm not sure. Okay. I am. I've met her a couple of times. She's very, very, very nice. lovely. I, I, she I, from? I do understand like Florida. physically. No, but was, wasn't she on a show, like a teen show or American something? Dreams. Oh, she was on was. American Dreams, which was like a 1960s period show. And I watched that show and I was like a huge fan of hers. Nice. I am yeah. so excited for her new, her, her new movie, Yes, X. her new movie, X, looks incredible. Oh my fucking that? God. It's this new horror, like... Ty West? Is that who did it? Ty West oh. porn horror movie, I want to oh. say. Kind of like, like, sort of like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's exactly what it feels Whoa. like but like kind of like super super hot like kind of thing it looks and mia goth is in it who's really great and um i'm very critical of, of horror and that kind of thing yeah but it looks it looks fun. unbelievable it and looks i cannot wait wild ride please tell her i'm excited i will definitely tell thank her you. that yes thank you. yes of course um uh, another question for you mm -hmm. With the recent launches of new series episodes of hit shows and movies like Dexter and the Matrix, which past movie and or series would you like to see with a new episode to further explore and reveal what happened to the character you played? That's from uh, Marco. Thank you, Marco. Oh, Marco. Okay, very cool. Well, bringing it back around, I would like to go back to True Blood. Yes. Because as far as I know, Sarah Newland is still tied up in that basement. Yep. And she is still the cure, which you don't really know what this means, but she's the cure uh, for the vampire sickness. And she's just like vampires are lining up and they're just sucking her blood. So um, there was talk of possibly a spinoff a long time ago where I don't know what, what they were done. But Alex Garsgård who's in it who plays one of the vampires Eric that he was going to have his whole thing but yeah I want to see what's happening there because I think that that world was like very huge and wild and crazy and the possibilities are limitless and I didn't die so I'm still alive I talk to uh, G Gianna Gianna let's talk to Gianna yeah. let's get HBO Gianna if you're listening Come yeah. on. Come on. What happened to Sarah Newland? You know vampires are still cool. My boyfriend was in the Alan Ball show, the Here, Here and Now, but the Hi, only one. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time now, though. Me too. <laughs> but the she only hates Alan it. Ball <laughs> yeah. show that, like, was canceled. Mm -hmm. He was like, God damn it. Oh, man. Yeah. So bring back True Blood. Yes. <gasps> Let's do it. Hashtag, All right, um, hashtag where's Sarah New Newland? Where is Newland now? Or right, here's another one for you. Where's Newland now? <gasps> Uh, why aren't you working? God damn, son of a bitch. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hold on a second. Oh. 
we'll second edit this here. part out. No, we're gonna leave it. We'll leave it, and we're gonna let mind. people sit in the discomfort. I want to hear about v- vodka crayon. Oh yes, my rap <laughs> alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it while I find this question. Oh, oh James Cor- Corden, you saw it. Okay, okay. Oh my God. Thanks. Come on. Oh my Lord. And I was kind of like in a weird little mood when I was like, <laughs> no, I, w- I came into that episode doing, having a great mood and like ready to rock and roll. But Corden and what's that guy? Gad? G- Josh, Gad. Josh Gad. This like really set me off in a bad way and I'm going to go off for a minute. Nice. Please. Breathe. We all need air. I'm just so excited <laughs> to have you here. Okay, great. No, I don't want you to like lose your breath Take over anything. Take my breath away. You keep going. <laughs> you guys talk. I'll just sing behind you. Well, anyway, no, listen to this. They asked me, I just almost bit your mic. They asked me if I knew Josh Gad like before because they were like, you're going to be on Corden with Josh Gad. And I was like, you know what? I actually met Josh a long time ago at my own birthday party. He showed up to bar whatever at Alcove in Los Uh Feliz or whatever. And we sat next to each other and we shared freaking chicken wings okay and he it wasn't even invited but he Frickin was there chicken wings. he was there but we sat next to each other it was my birthday party I feel like i know where the story is going i'm okay. really pissed off i'm right really now. pissed off so like i'm not an idiot i did not make that up and he said he was a fan of mine and from true blood or something like that and so whatever years go by they go do you know him and i told him that story I get onto the the show and I hear Josh said he's never met you. Josh said he's never met you, and I'm like, what? And then we go out there, and that's Corden and his bit is to try to go over and be like, make fun of me the whole time for pretending to know Josh Gad. So the entire time I'm sitting in the middle of them, and they're making me feel like complete shit during a live taping of the show. Stop Josh it. Gad, you motherfucker! When I. S- a fucking idiot. I literally well, I mean, sat next to him. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, but that's like a trigger from I when mean, you were younger and being picked yeah, on. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So I was really pissed off and I was sitting there in the middle of these two guys and I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I'll tell you guys off mic. But I was going to say something that I'm really glad I didn't because my publicist said, oh, Anna, I'm really glad you didn't say that on air, but I was about to. But then I got to get up and I was like, oh, I'm just going to blow you guys both away by doing my rap. And I did. And then bye. Hell oh, yeah. It was Amazing. Thank you. Eat shit, now Josh Gad. Now, now that I know that story, I love that you blew them away. I mean, she's you have to see her rap. It was insane. You should see the beginning I, now part of that interview because I'm like, I'm like, yet. what the f- is going I'll on? I'll watch the whole thing. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Mean girl mean guying me or whatever you call that. Broing out, whatever. Ew, I don't like that at all. Not cool, man. I've had beefs on the show before, but I'm gonna start a new one with this little, wow. little, this little prick Josh Gad. Have you been yeah. on court? Corden since? That, no, I, I haven't. I mean, I haven't been promoting. <laughs> I am promoting COVID. I'm here it's going to gonna be you. here, James. It's going to be here. You know, there's a pandemic going on. I'm here promoting this mask. I don't know. <laughs> Enjoying the podcast? If you'd like to show support for Rareform, there are a couple of ways. Become a patron at patreon.com slash rareformradio. Make a one-time donation or choose from a few subscription levels paid monthly for extra benefits. Those extra benefits include bonus episodes not available to the public, exclusive live streams, more interactions with the gang, along with other special perks that will change over time. Choose your level of donation and know that your contributions go to keeping the show running and growing, paying crews behind the scenes, and just supporting independent artists. That's patreon.com slash rareformradio. You can also get Rareform merch by going to rareformradio.threadless.com. T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, all kinds of silly shit. 
We're constantly adding new things and limited time only goodies. That's rareformradio.threadless.com. You can also help build the show by subscribing, leaving a review, and most importantly, leaving us a rating on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Lastly, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram by searching at rareformradio. Thanks for supporting independent entertainment. By the way, your dress shirt is is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, thank you so much. You're wearing a shirt that has dresses on it, and she called it her dress shirt, and it's oh, just I so didn't, genius. I didn't get it. I'm wearing my dress shirt today it's for so you good. guys. Oh, that's for both awesome. of you guys. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, okay, let me do this audio question real quick. Okay. Oh, we'll go, go, here so, we go. I feel like I feel like we're like really good friends, and mm-hmm. I'm really mad right now. We should that. hang out more. I'll yes, come please. to your place for please. sure. I was like, and I like. She has a sex swing. I love sex swings. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh, well, I we'll get you I one. I know what. Have you ever heard, heard of a cuckold before? Uh, I know what a cuckold is, yes. You, a I man never, that's been cheated on by his wife, right? But in front of him, he's forced to watch it. Oh, I didn't know I it didn't was know that. What that was. Yeah, it's Disgusting. brutal. That's really awful. But, but like, who would let that happen? A cuckold cuckolds. would. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're pussies and they allow they, they have no choice in the matter. Fucking cuckold. That's the whole thing. Man. God damn. Josh Gad is a cuckold. <laughs> and everyone knows it. Goddamn pussy fucking cuckold. You deserve it, bitch. <laughs> Just water I'm That's drinking so also. <laughs> Fascinating what tequila we can do to me. All right, here's a question for you. Hi, mm-hmm. how are you? I'm from Spain and... Let me go ahead and pause this real quick. I'm curious what just happened there. Um, no, no chance. No chance. I just didn't know you were going to play it. I thought you were going to ask That's an audio it. question. Oh, I thought You're you were going to say it. I thought you were laughing at the accent, no, which is brutal. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. Espana. Espana. <laughs> All right, let's, let's check back in with, uh, who's this guy here? Uh, oh, this is Pitch Perfect 4 movie. I sent this Ooh, in. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, so you probably know where it's going. Um, here we go. Hi, how are you? I'm from Spain, and I wanted to ask Anna Camp if she's willing to celebrate the 10th anniversary of Pitch Perfect. And, well, let's make a fourth one because we all want... Uh, Auri back. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye bye. bye. That's so sweet. So though. Good. Thank what you, whoever you question. are. It is good. Um, thanks for wanting Aubrey back. That's very nice. Um, I don't think that we're gonna make one. I'm not sure. I do know that they're making. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, listen. I I am desperately trying to get out of pitch perfect. I mean, to be honest, it's like it's been a bit of an obstacle these days. Yeah. Um, but uh, listen, if there was a fourth movie and they wanted us all back, I'm sure we would all do it. And I know the script would be incredible. They are making a spinoff TV show. Oh, they for are. Peacock, but not starring any of the Bellas, oh. only Adam Devine, who I love as Bumper. Oh, so he's it's pretty his awesome. Spin-off. Yeah, he's great. Um, do you feel like that you feel like the story has kind of run its course and like it's a completed thought? I do. I do. I mean, I think the only way it would actually make sense is if like we did something like the Brady Bunch did when we're all like old and gray <laughs> and we have like some sort of strange movie where we're like, hello, <laughs> hey, let's sing together in the retirement home. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Actually, not a bad idea. Yeah, not a bad idea. Weirdly I mean, not a bad idea. I would say like, well, what are we like? Like, are we married now? Do we have kids? Like, are we like, whatever? What are we doing when we're like in our late 60s? 60s, mm-hmm. 70s. Like, that would be cool. Um, another thing you did, and then I want to talk about this uh, uh, Hero Wild movie. Mm-hmm. You were on Creep Show. The new, the new, t- um, they brought Shudder. Shudder is a streaming app for horror fans. And they brought back Creep Show as a, as a television show. And you were on the holiday special this last year. Yes. And 
it was one of the weirdest, <laughs> one of the weirdest episodes of television I've ever seen, and it was great. Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, because it was so fucking wild, uh, literally wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. You turned into a cheetah. cheetah? A cheetah. I was a wear cheetah. Yes, I was a wear cheetah. And it was hours and hours of makeup, and they like cast my face and gave me fangs. Um, and Greg Nicotero, who does That's The Walking Dead, and, and he does Creep Show, and he is a genius. Like, he's an incredible, like, he's a wonderful director. I mean, the special effects he works on, I mean, it's pretty amazing wow. stuff. Yeah, very, that is very wild. So cool. So, look, look at your hair. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <gasps> That's that's crazy. Yeah, it's incredible. That's, I had the best time doing it. So it was a support group for um, wear people. So this guy comes in, played by Adam Pally, who I love. He's one I of the funniest him. guys I've ever met. I couldn't keep a straight face around this guy. He's just the fucking best. Um, he plays the guy that's turning into a werewolf, but he doesn't know how to like deal with it. He doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> and we're like down it's underneath. It's like puberty, but for yeah, like yeah, werewolves. Yeah, yeah, for werewolves. So we're down in this like church basement or whatever. There's like a Jesus Christ like statue there. You just spilled it all over <laughs> myself i'm so excited about creep show i can't even take it ice ice baby everywhere it's so soaked oh my lord anyway 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 adam pally is so funny and so we're all down there and like we get attacked so we're all having the support group. there's a guy that turns into a turtle there's a guy that turns into so uh, like a weird. possum or some shit and then i turn into a cheetah um and so we're all down there and like we get attacked by these santa clauses like a, like of a, course <laughs> like this like i mean like a millions of santa clauses come in we've seen the story a million times wow. i mean it's just like how many times can we keep doing the same thing over and over again <laughs> but it's kind of, exactly my god the damn santas and the where to watch this so i get like a sh i get like a gun and like we're like blowing santa claus's heads off and like all this stuff and i'm like biting into the santa claus's neck and like doing this whole thing and it looked really fun it was awesome. the most fun i had the best time shooting it and it got shut down actually the first time for covid mm -hmm. so it took me like a whole year to get back on set and they're like will you come back and i was like the reason why i wanted to do this because like you guys offered me a part where i get to turn into a weird cheetah and like kill, kill santa's Santa multiple santa's, <laughs> multiple santas. I, I remember like, michael your, your boyfriend told me he goes oh anna's on her way to where'd you film that was atlanta it? atlanta yeah he's off to atlanta to film uh, uh the show called creep show i'm like what <laughs> i watched the first the first season of when they brought it back and i loved it and uh i was so excited for you to do it and to see it and it did not disappoint oh good i'm so glad thank you if for you guys watching. don't have shutter fine get, go to shutter.com and sign up and watch creep show and support support horror that's what we do over yeah, here Yeah, support horror i love um, horror are you a horror fan um i'm not like a die hard horror fan but i'm into it i have to say i'm more into it than michael is we watched well, he's a weak kind of like i didn't scary know how scared he was <laughs> we it, we went up to this cabin um um for, for halloween this past year and we watched the vera farmiga patrick wilson oh hell yeah the conjuring the conjuring so for the first time and it was Did you watch the first movie the first one we watched the first that's one of the scariest terrifying. movies i've ever terrifying yes. so i'm like watching it and like we're out in the middle of nowhere and like the lights are all off and i look over and whenever it starts <laughs> to get scary my, my dear sweet boyfriend was sitting right here whenever it starts to get scary he's like hold me no. he goes like this quietly like i'm watching it and he's like this <laughs> oh and he's just turning all the way around so like you can't see his face i gotta delete his contact i can't be i can't have a guy that in my it phone was the cutest thing i've ever seen so in my like life this. it was like no it's like a quiet like i'm not in the room anymore you guys like it was just so funny do you guys remember the movie cabin fever
Yes. Uh, yeah, I never saw it. With, with the Eli Roth. Dushku was in that? Uh, she might have been. Where they had like a, a weird rash? Name. Yes, right? yeah, that yeah. yeah, yeah. That sounds right. That sounds right. So yeah. on the DVD copy, um, you can watch the movie in a thing called Chick Vision. Ooh. And whenever a scary part of the movie comes up, you see hands go up in front of the camera. So you, you're, you're looking through like slatted fingers. It was so oh, very clever. Oh, that's cute. Chick vision. I like clever. that. I'm an audible person. So like visual things don't scare me as much. It's like the sounds and like. My God, what is this? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you have any extra underwear? Because <laughs> I just shot myself. That worked so well. <laughs> I came in my pants. That was so good. I really did shit myself a little he, bit. He scared me earlier. I was in I'm my car and the God. window was up and he tapped on it. And I, I don't go, touch me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm scared. Don't touch me. Oh my God. I think it's a mess over I'm here. I'm so okay. proud of myself. That was awful. So but he scared me. <laughs> and my phone went that was flying awful. across my car. I'm glad I, so I didn't scared. eat that much because I would have vomited all over you. And it would not uh, have been and we like pitch like, perfect. Yeah, we would have felt like you had the fan yeah, base. That it would have been on. like Breg's burrito from earlier. Oh my I'm God. So that sorry. was really, I'll give it to oh you. God. Thank you. That was really good. That was really good. Oh my God. I felt Honestly, that in my body. Okay, so let's recenter. Let's reset. So noises tend to scare you a little bit sometimes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. I like quiet, quiet, calm vibes, She's a Libra. Man. I'm Libra. Like a chill. Like yes. a balance. Yeah. She likes um, anyway, I, I set that up and you really, you took that wow. home. Thank you knocked you. it out of the park. Um, yeah. <laughs> so really what the fuck was I saying? <laughs> uh, we're talking about you're watching The Conjuring yeah. and how visuals don't scare you, but yes, auditory. Auditory things too. I'm going to keep my eye on you. I'm, I promise I'm done. Okay. I don't believe you, but thank you for saying that. Um, yeah. So it's just the sounds. Like, so I've allowed like boom happens or like a weird creepy music note or something like that or like when the when they have that room tone that gets like oh, sure. whatever I get like my heart starts to race and I start to get panicky but I can't take my eyes away that's mm -hmm. the thing I have to keep looking mm -hmm. so anyway that's and you're I'm you're doing another horror film coming out I am I'm doing this amazing horror movie mm -hmm. I'm very excited it's mm -hmm. called from black and um, I get to dye my hair very, very dark. And it's about, um, have you guys seen The Outsider by chance on HBO uh, with Jason yes. Bateman? Uh, yes. Okay, I'm in the middle of watching that right now because the director of this new movie um, recommended it to me. And I'm playing a as woman. As far as like a tone? As like far a, as a tone and, and just sort of like what it looks like and the pace of it and the creepiness. And it's also about ch children missing. So my child oh goes missing. What? What episode are you on? We're on episode Outsider. like five. We just finished five. Not to name draw, but my friend Yule is in it. Do you, <laughs> do <laughs> and he plays the uh, which he plays one? one of the detectives, like the dark, dark hair, dark hair detective. Yes. yes, he's very good, and he's done yes. a lot of stuff on HBO yes. and stuff. And he was also yeah. in the Natasha Leone yes. show. He's great. Russian doll? Russian, Russian doll. Russian doll. Yeah, so good. Oh my God, so good. I love that. Lo I watched that whole season twice because I like Me was too. so in love with it that I was like, I need more. I Where did they go? Up? What the I hell? Fucking, come on, Russian doll, let's go. I don't think they're doing it. It. No, they it's perfect. They, so they filmed the second a season. They're just like I don't know what the weight weight is. Come on, I love it. Fuck Josh Gad. Yeah. Fuck Russian Doll. Not <laughs> season two not being out. But the Outsider yeah. is one of my. It's great. Oh my god, I would get like chills like watching. Really it. good. Really so good. good. Uh, we're not here Sorry. to promote the Outsider. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, but this movie um, is the same director, right? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. It was. He just wants to show like a tone, like his like comp for it. But I play a woman who's like an ex addict who whose child goes missing, and I'm shooting it in Mississippi. 
Um, and I go through all of this stuff to try to get him back. So it's basically how far would a woman go to get the, her missing mm. child back. And, and it's really cool because you don't know if she's like in this sort of like haze of addiction or if she's just Ooh. going through so much grief. And then there's some like exorcism involved and it's like very, it's very dark and very scary. Ooh. And there's also a really wonderful sister relationship. My sister plays the detective. And so like, wow. because we can't find my child, it's also a failure for my sister. Who's this like, I'm like, she's a shit detective and all this stuff. So it's sort of this family drama mixed with, um, this really spooky, dark story about grief from black, from black. I'm oh looking forward to that. Very I'm much. headed to Mississippi in a couple weeks. Oh, I'm oh, so good luck. excited. Thanks. Thank, you so to much. See it. Thank you. Um, is there any, is there any like, um, um, kind of film or a genre that you haven't been in yet that you'd like to tackle? Is there anything that you, yeah, anything that you, that you're sure. looking to do. Sure. I I mean I I don't know what's going on, but I I keep um like auditioning for like incredible TV series that I really 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 want and mm. I I'm desperate to do something different on television and go back to kind of the like True Blood days and like I was I was on Mad Men for a couple episodes whatever. Oh, that's right. But I kind of like took a turn where I was doing like something like uh, like Perfect Harmony this TV show that did not get picked up um with Bradley Whitford, who's an incredible actor, but it was just didn't quite work and not a lot of people saw it, which is fine, but I, I kind of want to be like go another route and be taken more seriously again as an actress. Cause I think that I've kind of, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So I've been doing a string of indies that I think are incredibly important. And then I'm growing from and characters like I haven't done before, which is really cool. I don't know if people are going to see these indies, but I know as an artist, as an actor, I'm growing from these jobs. So hopefully it'll lead to like something, but, I'm looking for like a TV kind of home, right? We're a home base. Scary. Oh, like, I would love to be. I mean, that's, that's one another of one of my shows. favorite shows. I yeah, pitched a TV show that was very similar to Barry and, and IFC bought it in the room and then they stopped doing scripted content. So we're kind oh, of what a drag. such a drag. Anyway, it was really fun. I played a girl that killed people. Um, and also she was like an aerobics instructor. So oh anyway. my God. One good. day. Somebody yeah, else one day. All right. So you were in this film <clears throat> called uh, Hero Wild. <laughs> And basically, you want to explain it or should I explain how I remember it? You, uh, you, you want me to do it? Yeah, please. Oh, okay, sure, sure. Um, yes, it was called Here a While, and it is about um, a woman named Anna um, who gets diagnosed with terminal cancer, and she gets diagnosed with colon cancer. And it's like, there's no chance of getting better. She's, you know, taking chemo. She's gone the routes of trying to like get better and it's, it's terminal. So she's not going to. And so she's decided to utilize the death with dignity act. And she moves to Oregon to be with her brother, um, in order to have her, her brother around her and sort of this chosen family to help her die yeah. on her own terms. So meaning like with dignity, yep. um, and her brother is not not so much on board in the beginning of the film. Um, and throughout the film, you get to see her journey into convincing him to accept that. And, um, it's a really beautiful movie about how hard it is and what a hard decision that is to make. And, and I'm just a huge proponent of the death with dignity act because I think it should be legal everywhere and it's still not yet. It's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane that people are trying to control what you do with your body when your body is betraying you. And it's, something that I get very, very, very passionate about. Um, and so, yeah, that's basically what the movie is. Did you, uh, it was, was this something that was on your mind before you took the film or did you learn a bunch?
bunch about death with dignity by doing the film. I knew it existed. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I read the script and I think I read it in like 45 minutes or something. Cause it was just so beautiful that I couldn't put it down. Um, and I learned so much about it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know that it wasn't legal everywhere. I didn't know that it was first legalized in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I watched this amazing documentary oh. called oh. how to die in Oregon. <laughs> Goosebumps. Yes, goosebumps. I just got it too. And um, Cody is the woman who was in that movie. And I watched that movie, I think, four times. And I just was so moved by her and by everybody. But but she also had colon cancer in the documentary. And her family was there. And um, I just was so incredibly frustrated and moved at the same time, um, by, by this. And I, I just, I hope more people can see it. So thank you for letting me talk about it on your podcast. No, I mean, I tear up every time you, I think about it because mm -hmm. I'm so sorry no, no, to interrupt you. No, it's, it's but having a husband who died, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Well, you it's are, okay. but it's okay. It's okay to cry though. People, That's the thing. people are allowed. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry, it's good too. It's good too. <laughs> Chime in whenever you, whenever no, you want. So I'm, I'm just saying like, I wish that would have been around mm -hmm. because I know that he wouldn't have wanted to end the way he did. Right. He wanted to die with dignity instead yeah. of he was in a coma right. for a week. And he just was like, it, it, I, I actually had to bring in a photo of him and put it up. Yeah. So the nurses would know what he looked like. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's, it's, um, I'm so sorry. It's an insane thing that uh, in this country that we're not allowed to choose the way that we go out and like, this whole, the argument of, you know, my body, my choice, right. which I completely, I'm all on board. Yeah. Why does that seem to apply when like we're in pain or some people are just not meant to be here. They don't yeah. know. There are people that have not had an, a good day their entire life. Right. And you should be able to, you know, decide that you don't want to be here, yeah. whether you're ill or not. It's not I, like I, sure. I think, in a way. It's not like you're this healthy specimen that's like w walking around. You're like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. But yeah. you're, you're, but, but you're even if you are, things, well, the either thing me is, mentally yeah. or yeah. you know, phys there's always gonna be people who take their own lives. That's yeah. the thing. You exactly. can't control it. That's always gonna happen. Yep. Just like abortions. If you make abortion legal, there will be abortions. People find a way to get it done, no matter what. Exactly. All we're trying to do is help that be dignified and controlled yep. that's all we're doing and giving people the option mm -hmm. i would never tell anybody how to live their own life why would anybody want to tell me that and this is a fucking tale as old as time here yeah. yep. but it's just it it there's no part in my brain or my heart or, or any part of me that thinks that that's okay yeah, you not. know to control that how yeah. is that even imaginable yep it, it, and it's selfish for the other peep people to yeah. say that because they're not in that per i want person you to shoes. suffer right why I think it, it must, it, I think the whole uh, frowning upon assisted suicide or death with dignity, however you want to put it, it has to come from religious beliefs. I yeah. assume that's the big oh, thing yeah. fighting it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but like, um, just the, I don't know, the full, the lack of compassion of people that don't understand it. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, mm -hmm. Why do we have to let people get to the point where they're in pain and they're, wasting away and not recognizable? Yeah, like, that's like, the thing that really like. If you know you're terminal. Like you should, you know, things start to go south. You start yeah. feeling like shit. It's okay to check out. It's okay. Why you can still communicate with people that you love and yeah. Why do you want to force my my to like to, to not be able to go to the bathroom properly? Like why would you want that to happen to, to, to a to the person? Point where like, I don't understand yep. the human condition. It's like people don't give a shit about other human beings anymore. I feel like yep. it's like you walk past people on the street who are like suffering, and and there's just no 
compassion. Anywhere. If my mom or dad gets ill, I don't want them to be living in humiliation every day where they're right. in diapers or, or, you know, machines keeping you alive. Um, mm-hmm. I sent you a link to that, the suicide pod. Yes. Um, have you seen Is this? No. Look at this thing. It's, it's a suicide pretty, pod that someone made cool. in Switzerland. And it's a death with dignity pod, basically. And you can 3D print it. You make your own. Isn't that cool? And what, what it does is like you can take it out to this beautiful field, onto a beach. You can bring oh it into your living God. room. Mm-hmm. You can go where your family is. You can go on a picnic or whatever you want to do. And it slowly lowers the oxygen from your blood. So within, Oh, I'd have within, a panic attack, though. No, but it, <laughs> no, you, you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't. take a Xanax or two before. You wouldn't oh because like when your oxygen leaves, you just pass out. Yeah, you fall like asleep quickly. And there's a there's a panic button inside, so you can decide to stop it if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. It's pretty amazing. Well, um, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's just having giving yourself some sort of power when you don't have any left. Right. I mean, it's just the littlest amount of power. I mean, how fucking terrifying is it? Like, when I, I had no idea what this means, but when I was in the movie and acting the scene where I, like, take the medication, like, when you, when you are staring death in the face and it's by your own choice, it's just like the scariest and the most powerful thing at once. Yeah. You know, like yep. why wouldn't you want to at least give the person the option? And like the doctor says in the movie, it's like, you don't even have to take the medication. Like you can, people fill the prescriptions, but sometimes they don't take them. Right. But just having that option of having it in your house right. when things get really, really horrible and you see no way out, it'll help. It'll, it'll might even help you. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But it's the option wild. should be there. But like I, I, this, this, I was reading this article about the pod and the way it works and, um, it's supposed to be relatively peaceful and goes quick. And then it linked to all the states in the country where I, I didn't know it was so legal in so many states. I mm-hmm. thought it was only Oregon because it was Oregon for it was a long Oregon time. For, it was just Oregon for a really long time. Yeah. Washington, California. Yeah, there's a say, bunch of oh, uh, Montana, Montana, here, California. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New Jersey randomly, but not like wow. New York city. Yeah. It's New weird. York is a weird one that it wouldn't be. I, isn't that weird? When I saw New Jersey, I was like, why isn't New York one? Well, but. You, you're talking, well, I was weeping during your, your, death scene in that oh film. My God. I mean, spoiler alert, I mean, whatever, but it's like a, it's a, it's a heavy movie regardless whether you know the end or not. But where, where can I watch um, it? Like Prime? Amazon, Amazon Prime. Okay, Amazon Prime, Prime here okay. a while. Yeah. Highly okay. recommend it. Um, it's a very important uh, message and the performance is beautiful. Everyone Thanks. in the film, the neighbor. Oh, uh, Joe Latrulio, man. He's oh, incredible. He's so good. He was so sweet. In and that he movie. was so terrified to play a man, um, who has like Asperger's and, and, um, agoraphobia. And he was like, what am I doing? Like, what are we doing? And I was like, Joe, I don't know what we're doing, but we're doing something really special together. And like, I got you, man. And every scene and he had my back and the director, Tim true was just incredible. And he's never, I don't think that, I think that's his only feature, his first feature that he cool made. Name. Oh, he killed he's it. He's incredible. And he was just so kind and sweet and wonderful. And we got to like FaceTime and Zoom with the doctor who actually held Cody's hand throughout oh her journey. God. And I oh. asked her so many questions. Oh my God. And there's a scene where I'm in the office, the doctor's office, and I'm asking for the medicine. And it's right towards the end of the film. And um, we're shooting in Portland and um, like where Cody was. And, and we're, I'm like back up again. There's like a giant window behind me. And this kind of goes back to like a God wink. And I'm shooting my coverage and we do like a take and then I do one more take and she asked me, do you really want to do this? And I say, I do, yes. And the room got very cold and the air got very still. And I like finish the scene and I look up and I see the camera up and they're crying. 
And I see the boom operator and she's like weeping. And that take specifically, I felt Cody in the room with me saying, wait for those saying, thank you. And I say, oh my God, what happened guys? And they go, Anna, you don't even know this. But in that take, this entire flock of birds flew behind your head (gasps) and took off while you were like saying like, thank you to the nurse. And I was like, I felt Cody in the room with me and she was freaking there. She was freaking there. I love you guys so much. And it was freaking, it was, and I didn't even see it, but everybody else did. And I just felt like lifted in some really beautiful way. And I knew that I made it. It felt felt cold. But like beautiful. It was was probably, that's why that movie is the thing that I'm the most proud of that I've ever. I know. I really understand. I understand why. Um, It's a beautiful, beautiful film. Um, I was like, I mean, I was, I was very, very moved by it. Thank you. Um, Thanks for watching. Yeah. I'm proud of you for being a part of it. (laughs) Have you, have you participated in any kind of death with dignity stuff since the film? Are you an activist for it? Or is it like, what are you, what's your involvement now? Yeah. Um, I did like sort of a, a talk back to, with a company called compassion and choices. And it's a place where you can go online and get a lot of information regarding where it's legal, how it actually works. Um, it's a, it's a support group for people, family members and people who are, are terminally ill and what they can do, um, and how to find the death of dignity act. So I've been like working with them, uh, but compassion and choices, it's a wonderful place to go if you need any information or, or help with it. I'm proud of you for being a part of it. That's Thanks. amazing. Um, yeah, check out the film. It's pretty, Ugh, it's pretty I'm gonna, wonderful. I, I'm like, like, my eyes will be like swollen. <laughs> She's going to cry opening Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, God. My dad couldn't even watch it. My dad oh, said he couldn't oh, finish Jesus it. Christ. He said, I don't want to watch it, Anna. I think you're amazing. But he was like, I don't want to see my daughter like, I, die. And, and by I the way, it. she oh. mentioned it, but her name is Anna in the film. So like, it's very it really felt like it was watching you go through it. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird having that, like it was called Anna. The movie was actually called Anna and then they changed it. Um, but also I got to design like my tattoos in the movie. So my character wears these tattoos. And so I wore this, I designed a hummingbird, um, for Anna to wear. And it, it, they basically represent these like magical beings that come into your life and then they leave very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so I designed this little hummingbird and and I loved wearing it in the movie so often that I actually got it. And it's for real right there. I love yeah. it. Oh yeah. There. It came oh, from the I film. Love it. Yeah, so I have my little hummingbird and she's flying with me, so I'm never really alone and it's really cool. So my friend's um grandmother, Dre's gra- grandma mm-hmm. just passed like it's been a, almost a year now and we were in her kitchen and uh her windows were open and she always called me the happy widow in Spanish. Oh, I don't know. Sounds like a name widow. of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it does the happy widow. I'm like, I don't know if that's a, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is. so I said it out loud and I told my friend Dre, I was like, Dre, I wonder where I wonder where Anna is. and I asked her, I'm like, how how do you say the happy widow? And she said it and all of a sudden a hummingbird came Guys, up to the What window. is going on in here? Didn't go in the didn't go in the kitchen, but just like stood like, yeah. like just and we were like <gasps> and our like we couldn't breathe. It mm-hmm. was cold all cold, of a sudden. Yeah. Our like the hair on the back, back of our neck and we were like Thank you, Anna. And then it went away. It happens. It very much happens. I believe in it. I believe in it. I'm becoming a believer. Yeah. Wait, can I tell you one more story? I'm always. I'm here. Sorry. I love stories. So after my. (laughs) Thank God. We have a lot of them. I love them. After my husband died, I had moved in with a friend of mine in Westwood. Mm -hmm. And in the. 
the very front door there I got home from work and there was a dove like a white dove mm-hmm. and it wouldn't leave so we got a wa- water and my roommate was like I wonder if she's like I wonder if the dove is like it's hurt because mm-hmm. it won't fly so we're like oh okay Aww. the next day it was still there mm-hmm. did not leave at all and then the third day was still there. We're like, what? We, I think we should call like the human or not the yeah, human like society. Yeah, like something's wrong. So, and then we looked Death it up. Death with dignity for birds. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then we looked for it up everyone. on, then, then we looked it up online and it said like, if you see a dove after a loved one pa- passes, it's, the, it's their spirit saying, I'm okay. Yeah. Like carry on and everything. So I walked outside and thank God she was there with me to witness this. But I go, Pete, I love you. Thank, thank you for saying like, bye. It flew away after I said that. I was like, you're still so needy. The fuck away. And we were like, whoa. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. My, um, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's really, really beautiful. Um, My dog died recently. My dog of 12, 12 years, my Rocky, my Rocky boy. I got a little R there for him. Um, But he passed away. And then the picture of the picture of the other dog looking at the. Yes. So Mira, Mira, but, but yes. And the crane. So, so we live in Palm Springs um, and when Rocky died, um, I was a mess. She was my best friend forever. I love that dog. The next morning there was, uh, Mira, our little puppy was barking at the, at the front gate of her house. I'm like, what the hell is she barking at? Like at the front door, I opened the door and there was a white crane standing (gasps) in the middle of the sidewalk at the front door. And I was like, Oh my God, it's Rocky. It's fucking Rocky, oh man. And then I was like, hi. And he was just standing there. And then he walked all the way down to our driveway and stood at the other door, trying to get into the other door. Oh and I was like, I what? Can't. Why is there a white crane in fucking Palm <laughs> That's Springs? That's weird as fuck. Super weird. So, and then it, it like flew away. And then we would go out for a walk, maybe at the end of the week. And we, I like went out to where I always go out, standing by the trash cans again. And I was like, what is this crane? It's, just it's by ra- your house? Just by our house. Wait for it. We like, my, Michael and I were like, oh my God. And we like videoed it. And then we like went for a walk and we took Mira and we walked all the way around the block and we like stopped and she had to go to the bathroom. The crane was at the other house. No. All the way around the block. It had flown and gone right where we were. It was like on a walk with us. We get back to our house. Oh my God. Back to our house. I can't take The crane is standing in our driveway. Oh my God. At the end of the walk. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> it was on a walk with us. Are you haunted by a crane? <laughs> no, that <laughs> That's very was sweet. It was Rocky's spirit saying that he was okay. It's I think white. I've white never seen always... a crane like that in the neighborhood. And then I like looked it up, and it was like a, a birds. Birds yeah. represent like people or things that have passed on and it's saying like hello and I'm okay but the weird thing was I at first wasn't comforted by it because he had just passed away and it felt like he wanted to come into the house that was my next question was to know like did it was it comforting for you guys at first it wasn't um because I felt like he wanted to come with us and he couldn't and I felt like he wanted to get in the house and he couldn't. And so I felt like this sort of frustration and wariness from the burden. I felt like scared, something scared. Um, and I'm just going to like transition really quickly into another little dream I had at the time. This is pretty wild. Um, so I had a dream like literally two days after he passed away, like after the crane stuff had happened, um, where I was, uh, walking by a window and I saw Rocky in a girl's arms, but he was old spirit Rocky in a young puppy body. 
and I, I, I saw him look at me through the window and he kind of asked me if it was okay for him to be happy there. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait for it. Wait for okay, it. Waiting. Wait, waiting. And I gave him permission to be happy. A few weeks later, my friend is over at my house and we have this puppy and she goes, Anna, I got to ask you a question. Is Mira pregnant? And I said, wait, what? And I turned her on her back and I was like, puppies were moving in her body. And I was like, Oh my God, Mira's pregnant. So we take her to the vet, we get her looked at and they're like, you've got five to six puppies coming in five to seven days. We don't know. And I'm like, Oh my God, well, Rocky was fixed. So it wasn't his or whatever, but we like literally cut to the next day. Her water breaks on my boyfriend's head. And so it wasn't five to seven days. She was sleeping on a pillow over his head. So it wasn't five to seven days. It was one day. So we delivered five healthy puppies. But get you should have seen they these were puppies. so fucking cute. The, are those the ones you showed? Yes. Yes. I okay. Saw Nothing wait. makes me drive to the desert for no reason. I drove <laughs> yeah, down a few days later just to see the puppies. They were like this tiny. Yeah. Oh, um, no. But there were five puppies were born, but only one was a boy, and he was the only brown one. And then I remembered my dream. <gasps> that that girl had blonde hair in my dream, and I never saw her face. But I think Rocky was asking me if he could come back to me. And then we got Hank. And then we got Hank. (laughs) Who hates me for some reason. What kind of dog? The hateful, hateful ones. (laughs) He's shy. (laughs) He's shy. He's shy. But he didn't like you at all when he saw you. We don't know why. I'm just helping move furniture and this thing's hating me. Yeah, I don't know. He's a really shy dog. But he, he, we don't know who the dad is. She had one night stand at a boarding facility out in the desert and we told them to keep an eye on her. Oh, you told me that story. Dog is a slut. Yeah, she could funny. have three. They could have three fathers because they all look so different. All the yeah. puppies look so different. So these dogs pulled a train on her in the. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, she oh may have loved it. It's empowering. It's she empowering. She likes to hump things. Still. Yeah, like yeah. She, she like tries to dominate us. Like we're walking, we're walking around, and she just will be like humping our legs. She's small. Like, yeah. like she's like a, she's just like, like Michael. A, just like <laughs> always Michael. Like, always humping my legs. <laughs> I like it though. I'm into it. Um, she's t- she's a she's a mini Bernie Doodle. She's lightweight. Oh she's like all fluff. Um, but yeah, we don't know who the dad is. But I just thought I it was love super that weird. Story. Yeah, super weird. That's very sweet. I did not. I did not know that one. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. That's really wow. good. Yeah. Thanks. So and now Hank is like the best, and he's got this very old soul quality about him. Like he's a puppy, but he'll just be like on the like lounge chair, just sort of like looking at things, like kind of looking around, like oh, I've been here before. Like and I get his it. Eyes look like yeah. old. Like he's, old soul, yeah, like. yeah. And he's very chill for like a puppy. Like he's just like very likes to like <laughs> look Bullshit. around. He's grumpy, like Clint Eastwood <laughs> in El Torino or whatever the fuck. Grand Torino. Oh no. Grand Torino. Grand Torino. I don't know. He's a COVID puppy, so he doesn't really see that many people, right? Like, we're not that social, so maybe he didn't know how to do it. He's like, (laughs) get out of here. And they're running and hiding from me. You got to come back over and see him. I will. I'll force myself on him and make him him like me. Not sexually. Mira will love it. Oh, sure, sure. sure. She loves when people force themselves. I love that story. (laughs) Yeah, it's very sweet. Very sweet. He's a great dog. I love that dog. Anyway, God bless Rocky. Yeah. Rest in peace, Rock. Yeah. Yep. Um, Anna, I'm going to let you go. You are? Yeah, we've done, we've done an hour and a half. We've covered a we lot have? of stuff. Oh, my wow. God. And I know you have, to, you have to get out of here at some point, too. you got stuff to do. You got, I have you know, stuff to do. I have to 
pay. And I don't live in LA anymore, so I got to do all the things that I got to do while I'm in LA. So. I love Palm Springs. It's very it's one of my favorite places. Relaxing, very relaxing. Yeah. A lot of old people like it. Yeah, oh. that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hey, really had the best time though. With did we you do guys. all right? You guys it's did okay. amazing. Is I this really the best interview you've ever had in your life. This is the best interview <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life, and I'm a little sad that it's over. We can do it again. I'm sorry, can I we? Cried. Are you ever going to do other projects that we can promote ever? I don't know. I hope so. You might be done. <laughs> yeah, she is. You might be done. I'm, I have a couple movies that I'm about to start shooting, so we, we'll, we'll see. But if, if you need me to come back, I will gladly come back. It's I been a pleasure. I love talking to both of you. I really enjoyed this. I'm so this. happy that we're going to be best friends. And then we're oh going to go out. No pressure. Gonna, no, no I'm, I enjoy your energy immensely. I, enjoy I think yours you're too. very open, like spiritually, oh, and it's like very I lovely. I feel like I've known you for, uh, like, I feel there's the same spiritual. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah, definitely. Okay, fan fiction guys, get on it. <laughs> make that make living love novels with I these two. It. And I, I am all for Newland. Bring her back. Thank like, you. So. I appreciate that. I, I mean, I'm. I would love to play that character again. As the I'm going to talk ever had. to G- Gianna now because she's a great writer too. So maybe tell she Gianna can. I said hi. Please. And thanks guys. to all the Pitch Perfect fans out there who asked you are all the loved. questions. You You're are loved, loved by the cast. Um, yeah. We don't like Josh Gad. We, we established that. <laughs> oh, my God. He will not be He's on the show. He's going to kill me. I'm going to trap him. He did meet me, though. I'm not going to fucking lie. I would never lie about that. Why would I ever be like, oh, yeah, I had, like, chicken wings of Josh Gad at my birthday party back when I first moved to L.A. I would maybe, never just, like, make that up. Maybe next time you come back, we'll bring him on, and you, we can get down on the bottom of this. I, uh, we could, you, Unless he's a coward. <laughs> Let's see. You're a coward, Josh? If he'll face me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can follow at uh, the real Anna Camp on Instagram. Real. Um, <laughs> the real Anna Camp. I need to change that. That happened a long time ago. And now I'm embarrassed <laughs> by it. Why is it the real? Like, what the well, hell? Because there's probably a bunch of bullshit ones. They were like Sprinkles Camp and like Anna Sprinkles Campers and all these things. So I was like, I'm the real one, you know? We can do better. Yeah. We can find a better one. Don't you think we can get a better name than the real Anna Camp? Or I might start the realest Anna Camp on Instagram. Oh, I might open that and compete with you. <laughs> now I'm glad I know who it is though now. So I can go back and we can like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought we were done. We're done. We're going to wrap up. Um, Heidi, where can people find this show? Um, I mean, obviously they're watching it or listening, but where else can they find it? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rareform Radio. Mm-hmm. You're at Dan Cleary 79. Mm-hmm. I'm at the fake Anna Camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Oh my God, I knew it. I'm at Heidi Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Uh, D Nelly Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you go... Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to um, any <laughs> anywhere they have pod mm-hmm. podcasts, so this is the worst. She's I'm gotta, the worst. You, I'm the wor- listen, I need to practice. You gotta learn how to. You gotta learn how to do it quicker. How long have you know you what? Guys you know, been doing it. this together. Anna, you you do, you realize? Oh, I don't want to like. She was doing great. No, she like, wasn't. She's no, f- like God. We finished ten minutes ago. She's been doing that for fifteen minutes. Should I just say this whole thing? Should I just <laughs> yeah. read this? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. All right. You can find us on. Instagram. Wait. 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 Go. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Rareform Radio, also on iTunes. Please subscribe, rate us, and leave a review, mostly positive. We are on YouTube, <laughs> and you can find us just by searching Rareform Radio. Anna, thank you so much. Thank, this is a blast. Um, please uh, don't fuck it up. I won't fuck it up for you. <laughs> thank for you. you, I won't fuck it up. I and never it. quit reminding me of that. I will never. I okay. promise. I yeah. promise. And everybody, we will see you next week. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Forum Radio.